Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's more than a podcast. Inexhaustible episodes, God's vast. Glorify Him as we broadcast the Lord's grace and God's wrath. More serious than a bomb blast. Full disclosure inside the title. No surprises, simply put, guys with Bibles. Yeah. Just some regular reborn reformed cats If it's in the Bible, then they're gonna speak on that Cause the scripture is the final word okay. Competing ideas, quite absurd Of this you can be quite assured <laughs> yeah. We were lost in the darkness of night immersed in sin But then the, the light, light emerged. emerged It was the Son of God, divine Christ that shines light The word in Genesis that assigned life in hindsight And was revealed through the prophets and apostles We magnify and expound on the power of the gospel Yeah, yeah Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Guys with Bibles. I'm Scott. And I'm Sean. And we are missing Lee today because Lee is not an avid smoker, so, um, <laughs> nor does he have tattoos. Yeah, yeah. So, so, he's a little out of the conversation. Yeah, he's the oddball out today, so, for once. Right. Right, right. So today, today, as you expect, it's going to be a little different of an episode. So we're going to talk about what are we talking about today, Sean? Um, smoking, um, especially pipes and uh, tobaccos. Our our favorite kinds of tobaccos. Uh, we're probably going to touch on is smoking tobacco a sin? Um, is smoking marijuana a sin? Yeah. We can do. We we're going to dive into that. So absolutely, and we're going to talk about some uh, some tattoos. So oh, I love tattoos. I do too, man. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ink is in my blood. No, I'm just, anyways, but so yeah. So let's get talking about uh, tobacco. I mean, what is better than tobacco besides the Bible? Nothing. Tr- nothing. I mean, Charles Spurgeon. <laughs> One of one of my favorite theologians would smoke a cigar at the right up at the pulpit. So I mean, right. I think I think that's a great thing. Um, which, how I always took it is there's a thin line, and it's just like drinking. Um, we can we can bring drinking into this as well. Um, if I'm around people that do not appreciate smoking, don't like to don't like smoking. I'm not going to smoke because I don't want to offend them, and I don't normally smoke outside the home. I, I have a pipe. Exactly. I have a pipe in my own home. I have several pipes in my own home, and I will smoke typically before bed, and uh, just you know a, a, a bowl full in my pipe and whatever. And I, I just there's there's nothing wrong with that. There's not even any to me. There's not anything wrong with smoking a cigarette. Um, even chewing tobacco every now and then, whatever tobacco. What would you say to people who would say, well, your body is a temple and you are to treat it as such. I would say, well, you're taking that out of context. Well, Charles Spurgeon. So, so this is a, this is an actual funny story. This is why I led into this. So Charles Spurgeon was smoking a cigar outside his church one day and, um, one of his um, congregational members came up to him and said, um, "You know, you really shouldn't be smoking. It's a against, it's a sin, and it's not good for the temple of the body of Christ." And Charles Spurgeon looked at him and goes, "Well, you're fat, and so I guess there's that." <laughs> <laughs> and so, and. Which I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's just totally wrong. That was savage. Yeah, (laughs) went straight savage. He's like, well, gluttony is a sin, and see you later. And I was like, oh, goodness gracious. But, I mean, that's that's where we come into the gray areas of Scripture. Um, like, Like, we talk about it, and is it really that deflecting of Christ's image? If you were to be smoking a cigarette and talking to a witness, I don't. I don't really think it would be. To be in my honest opinion, um, I think that you would actually break the barrier right. of, "Hey, this is a normal human being. 
This guy is just like me. He is a sinner, broken, just like me, in need of a Savior. And, and guess what? He lives life like every day. Every day and everyday human beings. We, we go day by day, and, I mean, it's just something that they pick up. Now, is, is tobacco dominating my life? Absolutely not. I could drop it like a hat. And um, I like to have a casual smoke, you know. So yeah. I'll, I'll come upstairs. I'll be studying, you know. I'll have schoolwork going on, and I have a book in front of me. And I just like to puff on it. And, I mean, it. the smell of the smoke is just amazing. It, I love the smell. Yeah. And my wife does. It, but she's like, sometimes some of it's overpowering, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And then my kids come in. They're like, Daddy, you're <laughs> smoking again. You know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, goodness. So, I mean... Everyone has their their points of opinion towards a certain outlook on life. So um, we have Americanized Christianity to a point where we have degraded certain certain aspects of like alcohol. We many many Christian families just totally abolish it. If you're drinking alcohol, you're a sinner. Well, heaven forbid someone goes to a brewery and has a beer. Yeah. You know, so I like to have a beer, you know. I think me and you, we've even went and had a beer before with each other. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, heck, I I think I've done a Bible study at a brewery. Um, I think it was about five years ago, and it was a bunch of guys, and, you know, we all talked before we went. If anyone had any issues before we went, right. we weren't going to go, you know. And and that's the proper thing like, to do yep, right yep. there. Yeah, and, and we want to make sure that there's no um, weaknesses that one can fall into. And if, if one was going to fall into a weakness of alcoholism, then we would have never went. We'd have been like, nope, we'll just stay at church and we'll, we'll do that there. Um, but... If, if we don't have that issue and everyone is seems to be okay with it, then we are going to go and enjoy each other, enjoy each other's fellowship. We're going to enjoy the time. And while we're out there, we're in a Bible study among, like, unbelievers in the community. They are observing this, and they're like, wow, look at these guys. They're in here reading the Bible. They're in here having a good time. They're They're not drunkards. They're not... They're just enjoying each other mm-hmm. and able to have a casual drink and go home. And I think that's that's important for um, Christians to stop walking on eggshells. It's okay. If you want to have a beer with your pastor, go have a beer with your pastor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's like, just, just go ahead. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times me and uh, when I was... Uh, well, even after I had left the Catholic Church... I remained friends with my childhood, what the, the priest that I had growing up, and uh, we would go out and to you know he's from Cincinnati and he was living in Cincinnati at the time. We would go to like breweries down in Cincinnati and hang out and have a beer and talk and you know there's nothing wrong with that. And right. the the thing is there's a there's a thin line and like you said before does tobacco dominate my life? If if you can't go you know days if you can't go a day <laughs> without smoking or chewing um and you're 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 blowing money like crazy on cartons of cigarettes which is really expensive now then uh, then we have a problem then that's a problem yeah. that that is where it becomes a sin it's um, become a master of your life yes and same way with alcohol if if you if if, if you're drinking to the point where it's stressing your marriage, if you're married, or it's destroying your relationship with your kids and your wife or your family, that's a problem. And right, and it's able to be... If, and if you're seen as a drunkard among other people, then, then that's an issue. And we need to sit down and have a talk. Um, which, that, that leads to church discipline, you know. And um, 
I think church discipline is very important um, within a church. And discipline going as far as, okay, you have an addiction or you have let this master you. Um, we need to just have a sit down and talk and have a heart to heart, you know, a gentle rebuke. And, and then we'll go on from there and see how it goes. And then we'll shepherd you along the way, right. keep you accountable. Um, and we'll keep it going that way. Um, but when we talk about, it's more of a, it's perceived as a bad thing to many due to its, um, implications that it causes later on in life um mm-hmm. like charles Spurgeon, he died of lung um i think it was lung cancer it was lung lung developed and uh where he had a an illness that developed in his lungs that caused him and, to pass away early and he had um, he smoked cigars like a freight train though didn't he yes but I think at, what what did he say two a day or something like that two cigars a day that's a lot there's no way I couldn't smoke one cigar a day. It'd take me a week to smoke a cigar. And see the the thing is, but see it was a different time back then. Everybody smoked. You know what right. I mean? It was just it was the norm and now it's it's to the point where uh you know, there's still smokers. There's there's a lot of smokers still, but it it's it's becoming less of a thing to be a smoker you know it's it's more normal to be a non-smoker now and that goes for especially pipes no one smokes a pipe you know yeah i wish i could meet some more pipe men you know (laughs) 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 some more pipe men anyways so anyways so let's let's talk about some pipes so what kind of pipes do you have there sean um well let me look here i have my missouri meersham I have two Missouri Meershams, which are really cheap uh, pipes. I'm talking, I have a corn cob pipe um, that was, I literally, I think it was five or six dollars, and it right. smokes wonderful. Yeah, everyone says like the corn cob pipes are the best pipes. And if you're thinking about getting into pipe smoking as a, as not, I almost said as a habit, as a hobby. As a hobby. <laughs> don't, don't make it a habit, but... Um, Right, please, Lord, don't make it a habit. As as a hobby, um, corn cob pipes are the way to go. You're not spending you know hundreds of dollars on a pipe. Don't do that for your first pipe because you don't even know if you're going to like it. Um, and they smoke great. They really do. And uh, they typically have a smaller bowl on them, but not all of them. And uh, then I have a I have a Missouri Meersham hard cherry hardwood pipe. Um, it's it's also it was only like six or eight bucks or something. I mean, it was super cheap. Um, right. And the only complaint I don't smoke that one that often because the bowl gets really hot really fast, and I don't know why. Um, so yeah, I, which you have to be aware of. Yeah. So, so if you're smoking it too fast, the bowl gets really hot. Yeah. And sometimes it causes the bowl to crack, and then then your pipe's no good anymore. Right. So. And you can always do the cheek test. Do you do the cheek test? Yeah, where you put it up to your cheek. Yeah, you put the bowl. If you put the bowl up to your cheek and you can't stand it touching your cheek, it's too hot, and you need to just sit it down and let it go out on its own and cool down a little bit before you keep smoking it. Oh, and another thing, don't ever pull the stem out while it's lit. <laughs> yeah, don't even when it's warm after it's done. You need yeah. to let that sucker cool down all the way. You'll screw up the bit. And you the will stem. mess up your entire stem. Yeah. Have you done that? You sound like you're speaking from experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame to say. But, but the, uh, and then I, I, um, I went. I was at the tender box, which I don't know if anybody knows what that is. It's a that just sounds so dirty. The, the tender box is a uh, it's a chain store, um, and they they specialize specialize in pipe tobaccos, cigars, and pipes, and. Uh, they have like a clearance rack, and I, I don't even know what the brand is. It's this curved, somewhat Sherlock Holmes type pipe. Um, I picked it up for like 30 bucks. Um, and it smokes really well. Um, then I have my Peterson uh, pipe from Dublin, Ireland. Love that one. That's probably my favorite. And then I have 
two pipes that I got off of you. I have my church warden, Salvinelli church warden, and my Salvinelli tortuga, which I am partaking in right now. So the tortuga, the tortuga, which is a has a pretty hefty bowl on it. Yeah, it it does, it does, and it's a short little stubby little thing. Yeah, yeah, know? it's kind of like a blowfish. Yeah, type of, <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm you smoking know? a, yeah. a like a ball. Yeah, like in a little blown up. Yeah. Bubble, you know? But, but, uh, and I'm smoking some Cult Blood Red Moon Cherry Blend tobacco out of it, and it's great. It's great. Yeah, I'm I'm sold on the W O Larson. Um, I I think that is like the best tobacco. It's the Virginia Cut, and it just mm, I don't know. It, it's called old fashioned, and um, I just love it. It's got a good taste. It's got a good smell. Um, it doesn't doesn't taste ashy in your mouth, you know. After yeah. you know some some aromatics, they taste ashy. Yeah, and uh, you get that kind of uh, taste. Um, but uh, others like this Virginia cut, and it's it's real nice, real fine, and it burns real nice. Um, and and it's this new. I'm telling you, this pipe that Adam made. It is yeah. just amazing. That thing's beautiful, and, man. Dude, it is gorgeous. I mean, it's probably one of my favorites. Like, hands down, I picked this one up before I pick any of them up now. And it and, smokes just as good as it looks, too, doesn't it? Smokes oh real well. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I lit this, and I mean, it, it sits there and burns, like, great. I mean, you can sit here and smoke an entire bowl within 30 minutes. That's great. Which is, it's crazy. I mean, I've never... The other ones take forever to burn, you know, and they take forever to get all the way down. But, I mean, a lot of my brands that I stick with is Savinelli. So I have a Savinelli Full Bent, um, a 614. I have a 613 Savinelli, um, 663 Savinelli, um, and then the Goliath I have. Oh, that thing's a monster. It's a monster. And it smokes really well too, but um, my favorite of the Savinelli is definitely the six twenty two. Um, it's it's the rugged look and it's a full bent, and I mean it's probably one of my second favorites. Um, and then I have two that are made by Adam. Um, if I can, I'll pull up his Instagram here real quick and tell you uh, more about his his stuff. His name's Adam Brown. Um, Where's he from? Do you know? Well, it's it's his name's Corey. Corey Brown, but his 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 brand is A B Browns. Um and he's lives down in Georgia. Okay. Um you can it's called Abs Artisan Pipes is where you can get his stuff. Abs Artisan Pipes, yeah. I've been calling him Adam for this whole entire time. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> terrific. I feel so bad. That is know. the that most is awesome. Scott thing. Ever. Yes, that is definitely a Scott <laughs> thing. Wow, you know, and the funny thing is, he responds. So I, mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to think of it anymore. You know what I mean? He's just, you know what? His name's Adam, but his real name's Corey. Anyways, Corey Brown makes some fabulous pipes. Um, it's Abs Artisan Pipes, and he's from Athens, Georgia. Um, his pipes do run. They're all handmade. He'll send you pics of them as he goes and makes them. Um, and they are beautiful. They're gorgeous. He'll make it to whatever you want it. Um, and, uh, they run from about 140 to 160 bucks, um, depending on the pipe. And, and that's not, that's not bad at all for, uh, a, handmade a handmade pipe, yeah. pipe is that's cheap. Yeah. And, I mean, you get into like the fourth gen pipes; those are like two hundred to three hundred bucks, and then you're just talking mad money for stupid pipes, and it's just stupid. So, anyways, if yeah. you're going to invest type kind of money, go buy a premium Bible, right? <laughs> Rather you do that. Yes, please do that. You know what I mean, but um, a lot of people are like, "Why do you have like so many pipes?" And the thing is. When you smoke a pipe, there's a lot of moisture in that tobacco. If you feel pipe you tobacco, gotta it, you gotta let it sit. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of moisture in the pipe tobacco, and as you smoke it, that gets up in the stem and the and everything else. And after you smoke it and you run your pipe cleaner through it, you need to clean. You know, need to get 
the bowl dumped and then run your pipe cleaner through it while it's still warm. Don't pull the stem out, but you need to let it sit for at least 24 hours. You should before you smoke it again so that it's completely dry. Otherwise, your next smoke out of it might be a taste a little off. Um, might taste a little funky. <laughs> yeah, it might taste a little weird. Um, but you, you might get a little little spit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but if you're heavy saliva. But yeah, that's what that's why you, uh, pipe smokers have more than one pipe typically, is so you have put this, them in rotation. Yeah, you yeah. Put, you rotate through them, and then that way you always have a dry pipe ready to go. Nice so. dry stem. Yep, and then you just rock and roll. Yeah, I have one that just gets me throughout the week, you know. And I don't I don't smoke every day. I smoke probably uh, once or twice a week, maybe. You know, if depends on like how how long I'm going to be stuck in the office up here. If I'm in the office for a long time, I'm probably going to have a pipe in my mouth. Um, but if I'm up here short period of time, I probably don't I don't even look at them. I just kind of mosey yeah. around and go go about yeah. my day. Um, I don't, I don't smoke every day either. It's, um, I had pipes. What everybody, I'm sure everybody knows by now I'm divorced. Um, but when I was married, my, my wife, this is another thing. If, if your wife does not want you to smoke, you will not smoke. You will not smoke. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had pipes, but she did not care for it so out of respect for my wife i did not smoke um unless she wasn't home she didn't really care if <laughs> if i smoked she didn't care if she wasn't home and i did it like out on the deck or something outside if it was summertime or something but she didn't right. want me smoking in the house well now i'm here by myself so i smoke in the house but um uh where was i going with that oh well, but well, but yeah, i let's, let's i don't on that. I don't smoke when I have my kids uh, when they're when they're with me, which is probably the majority of the time I would say, um, or at least half the time, half the week. I don't smoke around them. Um, that's just something that I've decided to do. And uh, like if they're spending the night with me, I'm not going to smoke in the house after if they're asleep. Uh, that's just that's just me. I grew up with a dad that smoked four packs of cigarettes a day, so as a kid, I didn't appreciate that a whole lot. So I, I don't right. want to be that. I don't want to be that dad. So I just wait till I'm by myself and I can relax because that's the best time to have a pipe is when it's quiet and you can relax and slow down and just enjoy the tobacco. So yeah, yeah, and I I think it really does. I. I I mean, I just take it as a kind of me time, you know. I kind of get in my meditation state, you know. I'm um, I'm in prayer, you know. I'm I'm here. Yeah, you got the pro you just... li light the Protestant incense and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so start the Protestant incense and just go with it, you know, and get my spurge on. So, but I mean, I set up here, and it's just me, you know, and. I'm in my studies and I, I, I can get lost in my studies, you know, and I can, I can get overwhelmed and stressed. Um, so I, I, I need an outlet and my outlet is I like, I enjoy the taste of tobacco and I like, I like the smell. Um, it kind of just like brings me up, you know, and I'm just like, man, okay, let's get drilling. Bam. And I'll get to typing, and I mean I'm typing away, right? And, uh, so, and I mean, in when you're in when you're in school for seminary or whatever you're in school for, you can kind of get stuck in a rut while you're in there. And I mean, it just you get in a funk, you know. And then you mm -hmm. got to kind of dig yourself out, you know. You're like, come on, let's go, let's go. And I think when I when I grab my pipe. I know it's me time, you know, it's me and God time. And I take every opportunity to enjoy my time with the Lord, 
no matter what it is. If, if, if it's in my studies, I get to glorify God. If it's reading my Bible in the morning, I'm glorifying God. If I'm, if I'm in a devotional, a prayer devotional, or any type of devotional, I get to glorify God in that moment, you know, and he's, he's getting all of me, you know, he's getting all of me at that moment, you know, all of me at that same, that single time. And, and that's, that's where it became, it became kind of ritualistic, you know, it's kind yeah. of like my, uh, my spiritual disciplines, you know, mm-hmm. like when I get involved, that's, that's where I go. I'm zenned in, you know, and boom, I'm lined up, ready to go. Like when we get ready to podcast, I'm like, oh yes. So I uh, get up here and everyone's in bed, you know. And I'm like, ha ha ha, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go, just go with it. And and I like I like to when I'm smoking my pipe, I like to read the reformers. So like I read some of Baxter's works, you know, his sermons. I get to read some of Bunyan's old works and uh, some George Whitfield. Um, Jonathan Edwards, Spurgeon, um, you get Owen. I mean, it just, you, you go back in time, kind of, and you just enjoy yeah. the the artistic side of it. Like, there's there there's beauty in their words. They, they were actually in this time where they had pipes at the time, you know? They smoked pipes. Luther made beer. And then, uh, so, I mean... <laughs> We get to enjoy each other's like. I feel like we're just like socializing during mm-hmm. that time when we're we're sitting there reading. I'm reading their works, and uh, uh, it's kind of like just it's it's great. It's really good to enjoy it. And then I have you you two, and I mean me and you and Lee, we bounce each other ideas. We talk about different things and theology and doctrines and um, different organizations and different. Um, different types of religions that we we hear of or disagreements or discussions that we're bringing up and i i just i enjoy it and it just that's where i'm at you know that's it's where i plant my rock <laughs> that's awesome yeah the um the thing about pipe smoking for me is um and it's kind of you're going to you're going to be like oh boy but it's kind of the same thing about I, I say about writing with a pencil, um, it causes, it makes you slow down. Like everybody's like nonstop hundred mile an hour all the time anymore. And, uh, when you smoke it, it's not like smoking a cigarette where you're just cigarette is like a nicotine delivery system. Like the only reason you're smoking a cigarette is for the nicotine. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and honestly, a cigarette every now and then uh i don't i don't consider that a sin either now when you're smoking if you have a really bad habit of smoking cigarettes all the time several packs a day that's a problem um and but a pi- the cool thing about pi- a pipe is it's like a like you said it's it's like a whole ritual like you you have to pack it you have to light it and get the false light and tamp it and then you have to light it again and then you have to smoke it slow otherwise it gets too hot or you'll get like moisture build up in the stem and then it gurgles you'll get tongue bite you'll get tongue bite and then yeah. like have you oh there was one time i got tongue bite dude and i i had a coke on the kitchen counter and i finished my pipe and i took a drink of my coke Worst and it, idea. it burned so bad <laughs> Oh, it was yes. awful. But you gotta smoke it slow, um, and then you, you constantly have to tamp the tamp the tobacco down in the bowl to get keep the ember close to the fresh tobacco. Otherwise, it's gonna go out. And uh, it's 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 an art form to smoke a pipe. It and, is. It's and a the process. first time that I ever smoked a pipe without having to relight it was like the biggest accomplishment. I'd it was it was amazing. Like yeah. it, it, it just, it like made my day. Cause I was like, I don't, I didn't have to relight it at all. Like it, you could just get better with time. Like you, it's right. practice. And, and there's uh, an art form at putting to the tobacco in the bowl. Like you have to stick your thumb in there and spin it. And 
and rotate your thumb around, you know, and get the tobacco down there packed enough, but not too tight. That way the air can get through and circulate, you know, and then, I mean, it's just, it's, it's something that you have to really take your time with and it's slowing down and it's bringing you down, you know, it's not just, you're not so high speed anymore. You know, you're just, you're backing it down. Right. And you're, 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 you're forced to take your time. And that, and that's what, that's what I enjoy. Like you, like you said, you're, you're right. You take your time and you enjoy, you enjoy the moment you're in. You know what I mean? Like right then you remember that moment that you have slowed down. You are with God. You are focused. Yeah. You might have to light your pipe once it goes out, but I mean, and that happens to everybody. Yeah. But I mean, you're enjoying your time, you know, right. It's, it's, you got a cup of coffee on the side, you know? Oh Oh, yeah. Dude, there's nothing better than a cup of coffee and a (laughs) pipe in the morning. Oh my goodness. That's like delicious. So it's like, ugh. but anyways, yeah. And I, I think that is very important that we understand, like we need to take the time to slow down no matter what it is. If, if you like to, Smoke a pipe or cigar, smoke a cigar, smoke a pipe, smoke a cigarette while you're reading your Bible. I would rather you be reading your Bible smoking a pack of cigarettes anyways. If you you know what I mean? I mean yeah, just read your Bible. At least you're in your word, you know? We can work on we can work on the details later, you know. And You used to be a cigar guy, right? Oh dude, I used to be a cigar fiend. So <laughs> so so when I was in the military um, I, I used to collect cigars, right? And uh, I had a 200 cigar count humidor. And uh, a humidor is like it keeps the cigars at a certain uh, moisture humidity, level, right? You yeah. Know, mo- yeah, it's like a humidity level. And a good humidity level is like 70% for tobacco. And um, so it would keep like the tobacco worms out and stuff like that. And your tobacco going bad or you'll get heavy migraines when you're smoking it and um it just it it keeps it at a good and then it lets the tobacco age you know age properly and um i had i had open heart surgery um when i was 26 um 26 27 i think I, i think it was like i turned 27 and then um i got rid of my my cigars Got rid of all of them. I gave them to my stepdad, and I was like, here you go. You can have all these. Gave him my humidor. Gave him everything. And then it was like three or four years later, I'm like, man, I think I think you, you bought your first pipe, I think. And I'm like, that sounds so good. And I, I was talking to my wife, and I was like, so what do you think if I were to buy a pipe? And she's like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> so so, so you're, this, you're blaming it on me. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, way to go. And um, so, anyways, <laughs> and so so I'm like, you know, and and here's the thing about pipes and cigars: you don't inhale the tobacco all the time, and because if you do, you're going to make yourself sicker than a dog, because you're getting straight tobacco you know yeah. you're not yeah there's pipe. no filter there's no yeah <laughs> you're getting it all so you can put gonna... a filter in some pipes but they just get disgusting really fast and yes. they make the tobacco the smoke taste terrible and frankly well, my, my I, I don't i don't ever inhale filters do they is, yeah and no i don't ever inhale um, I just enjoy the, the taste, the, you know, the smell of it, you know, I'll smell it as it comes out and, uh, I enjoy the puffs, you know, you know and I mean, it, you, you talk to more, uh, pipe people, like if you watch some YouTube videos, none of them really inhale, which, no, is, and- which is, which is hilarious. Cause you're like, man, why do you even buy tobacco? Well, you buy tobacco because you enjoy the taste, the smell, um, right, it's relaxing, you know, and it's and the, not, you're not going for nicotine. You're not, no, you're not no, it's that. not. 
granted you are getting nicotine yes it's, it's absorbing yes. through the it's absorbing through the skin to your mouth like uh chewing tobacco would but on a lower level when you look at and the reason i chose pipes is because it is out of all the tobaccos that you can consume in any form it is probably the lowest risk um there is risk involved with it yes um Am I te- am I tempting the Lord? I I don't think so. Um, some people would say that, um, but it there there's nicotine in it, but it's not on a very high level. It now, if you've never ever smoked a pipe before, and you have like a giant like that Goliath you have, and you're smoking through that, you might you might feel the nicotine. Oh um, yeah, if you smoke through one of those a day. Lord help you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I gotta say. But there, there's a risk involved, you know. That especially, um, uh, probably mouth cancer would probably be the uh, the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, you you always have that risk, and I mean, but there's we have, a we have a I risk mean, every day of getting a disease. I mean, that was the whole thing with Adam's sin. You know, God didn't guarantee us a healthy life, right? No, not at all. And, and God put tobacco way. on this earth as a plant to grow for man to enjoy. I, I, I think so. So anyways, but so let's talk about what your wife would think. Okay, so if your wife is against smoking, then you don't smoke. That That's just as clear as you can get. If you right. love your wife, you don't smoke. Yep. If, you, if your wife doesn't like drinking guess what you don't drink and i mean that's just it just is what it is you know you love your wife as you love yourself so if you wouldn't want your wife doing something that you disagree with you'd want her to respect that what you would you you were you request of her you know you request absolutely that, hey i don't i don't agree with this um i really don't think you should do it and you know what sh- her response should be okay I won't do it. And that should be your response to her as well. Yep. Um, you guys should be on the same level, same playing field, um, understand each other's wants, needs, and understand your whole perspective in your marriage. And I think that's very important uh, that you understand that if your wife disagrees with it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, you know? don't, <laughs> don't, don't. And don't, don't hide bear. it or, you know, well, you can't really hide smoking a pipe because it smells. <laughs> it literally, it'll smell your entire house, literally. And if you do it outside, you're going to come in and you're going to smell like it. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Don't don't try to hide it and lie about it. If, if your wife doesn't want you to do that, you need to respect her enough to not do it. Um, when you go behind her back and you start doing stuff that she doesn't want you to do and she expects you not to do, you, you betrayed her. You've and betrayed her. You're in, you're, you're sinning and you need yeah. to repent of that and, and, uh, fix it. So. Exactly. And I think that that should be, I think that's an easy, easy thing to do for husbands, you know, just, just respect what your wife wants you to do. And I mean, you are the head of the household, but if your wife says no smoking, guess what, buddy? No smoking. Right. And uh, I think that's easy, easy win for both of you. And uh, if she's okay with you smoking, but she puts parameters on it, then guess what? You have parameters, <laughs> and you can only smoke in this area. So, so or with your buddies or whatever. Now, let's talk about. Let's talk about marijuana. Let's go ahead and dive into this. Okay. So, is smoking marijuana a sin? Go. <laughs> well, it's a gray area, man. Yeah, it's uh, a very gray area. Um, in and of itself, without any context, I would say no. Okay. Now... I want you to elaborate. Okay. If here in the great state of Ohio now, 
Um, if you have certain medical conditions, okay. you can get a medical marijuana card. Correct. And go to a state-run dispensary. Purchase. Which you can't. You can go to other states that have now legalized it. Right. Right. You can go to a dispensary, show your medical card, and you're able to purchase the t- the item was said tobacco. Uh, purchase the marijuana there, and you can consume it. You can smoke it um, as a treatment for certain medical conditions such as fibromyalgia ptsd uh that i think ohio has like 20 or 25 medical conditions that yeah. that they will opioid addiction uh, opioid addiction yeah uh, there's there several and in that context i have absolutely no problem with someone doing that within their own home um now when you're breaking the law, when you're buying it illegally, you're smoking it just to get high, that's where the problem comes in. Right. Um, and this also goes for alcohol. Not so much tobacco, because tobacco doesn't have the... Uh, it doesn't really... The physical... Of, the body. It, yeah, it doesn't have the physical effects of being drunk or high. Um you can become extremely addicted to nicotine, but it's, it's not quite the same thing. It's the, the problem with being drunk or high and why it's a sin is because it takes away the ability for you to love your neighbor. If you're drunk all the time, complete control. Yeah. You lose control. And if someone needs your help, and it's an emergency, and you're completely obliterated, there's no way that you're going to be able to help them. Do you know what I mean? Right. You're, you're really of no use. You're, you become you're useless. Conquered. Yeah. Yes. So, so going, going about what you said, and uh, I think Todd Friel, he asked um, John MacArthur, um, I think it was um, Al Moeller, and uh, I can't remember who was all up there. I think it was... Um, um, what's uh, what's uh, John MacArthur's uh, like uh, editor? What's his name? Um, shoot, you asked me too fast. Yeah. Uh, um, I Rick, don't know. Rick, uh, and maybe I don't know. I can't think of it anymore. If Lee was here, he'd know. If Lee but... was here, he'd know immediately. <laughs> and, you know, you know what I mean. So he asked the same question and. Each of them said, yes, it's a sin, Um, which I would agree. I would agree. Yes, it is a sin um, because, but I'd also agree that it is not um, due to the fact it is an opioid relief um, for pain medications, overdoses. Cancer um, patients. Cancer patients. Um, I agree that it is a great use for medical use only um and that that's really the only only factors i really see that marijuana would be any of use um uh and that should only be it um if you're taking it just to get high or just to smoke in your home just to do it then i then i think we then there's an issue and i think you have a sin issue um, but if it's for a medical reason, medically prescribed by your doctor, by your physician, um, and that it is helping you um, get better, I think it. I think it is a good thing for you, and I would never discourage it from you. Um, but I would definitely discourage it from younger people. Um, I don't agree with young people smoking marijuana. Um, I wouldn't want my kids smoking marijuana. So, I mean, which is, which is normal. I mean, we don't want our kids going out and drinking and driving. We don't want them smoking dope and driving, obviously. I think it, it, it has some, 
damaging effects. Um, not maybe long term, but I think it has damaging effects to what people perceive you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. They start to look at you differently. They they see you as the world, you know, um, and you're you're too. You have one foot in and one foot out. You can't be half and half. And I can't remember where in the Bible says that. I think it's in First John. I want to say where you can't be in in the world and and where where is that? Um, I think you're right. I think it's in First John. Is I it know in, what you're talking about? I think it is. I'm almost positive. And, I'm uh, gonna. I'm get, You keep talking. I'm gonna yeah. go on a mission. Go on a mission. And, uh, <laughs> so, so I think that's. I think that's very important that we understand that m- marijuana could be used as a medical um, prescription, and I think this could also be used out of context, you know, where people are just going out and getting prescriptions for medical marijuana. And I think that that would definitely be um, considered sinful for those people. Um, it needs to be to, uh, regulated to where it's just used for a medical purpose that is legit. And um, if it helps treat depression, um, depression's very real. And um, I, if it helps you with your depression... By all means, if if that helps me get through to you and helps me talk to you and helps you um, open up, by all means, if that that's how it's going to work, then I'd rather I'd rather get with you and be with you during that time um, rather than you not being there at all. Um, so I think that is very important that we understand that medical marijuana could be used for a good thing but it can also be damaging to society and i think society will take it for granted honestly when it becomes legalized i i think most states once it becomes see the thing is there's no other drug that has been used as medication that has also become something that we can do recreationally Right. Um, alcohol is a recreational drug that you need to respect and know your limit on. Um, and, uh, I have alcoholics in my family and does that keep me from drinking? No, but I also am very, very careful and I tread lightly around it because I do not want to go down that path. Right. So I'll have maybe at the most two beers and then I cut myself off and just get water. I'm not, I'm not going to go down that path. And, uh, but marijuana, if it is considered a medication, which I believe in certain situations it is, we need to make sure not to recreationalize it. That's like making Oxycontin, I mean, what what's the difference then between marijuana being a recreational drug and Cocaine. a and and <laughs> right yeah or you know anything else you know you can find a medical purpose for cocaine, but does that mean it should be recreational too? Like we have and I, and I am now. and when I was working in prison, fentanyl was being overused. Yeah. I mean, and that's a legitimate getting... that's a legitimate medication. Yeah left and right and they were misusing it and that that's that's where it becomes a problem when a drug that is used for a medical reason is being misused then it's sinful and i think that's that's where we have to draw the line we have to know where where it is and we have to draw the line in the sand like here is here's the boundary if you step over it then you're in sin you know and i think that's you can't just you can't condemn it all, you know, right? Because some people have a legitimate reason to be on it, and we can't usher them out just because of. Well, we consider marijuana completely sinful. If you're in some type of marijuana, you're in sin. 
And then you have people out in your congregation that are, have cancer or glaucoma yeah. or um, yeah, macular glaucoma degeneration, yeah. um, or they have pain issues, and they're they're sitting there listening to this, and they're they're feeling condemned from you. In it, yeah, you know, yeah. and they might not ever come back because they feel like, well, I have to be on this, you know. I there's no other there's no other source. I don't want to be on opioids. You know, right? And be and and that's pop. another thing I wanna I wanna bring up. I know all the young people out there that are listening it, th- that might be listening to this. I I do not equate marijuana on the same level as heroin as cocaine, but at the same time, for a very long time now, it's been illegal. And if it is made a medication which I legitimately think it has medicinal uses, it should not also be a recreational drug at the same time. Right. I'm, and you can see the comparison here. Oxycontin, very strong opioid drug used for pain relief. I had a cousin that's just a couple years older than me that... Uh, had bone cancer in her arm and that was what she was prescribed and she had to literally wean herself off of it and they just kept feeding it to her like candy and she just said eventually she had to say no i don't want it anymore but it's you can't use oxycontin for a legitimate medication you can't use an opioid for a legitimate medication and also a recreational drug. Do you see what the trying? I'm trying to make a comparison right, there. Right. So that's that's what I was equating it to. I am not saying that it is on the same level as those, but it 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 is a very potent, mind altering drug that uh, needs to be respected for what it can do to a person. So yeah. So so it is in First John. I think it's kind of like um, I couldn't fi- I couldn't find it. Yeah. So it starts in uh, God is light. Um, this is a message for message we have heard from Him, um, and announced to you that God is light, and in Him there is no darkness at all. Um, if we say that we have fellowship with Him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if oh, okay. we walk in the light, as He Himself is in the light. We have fellowship with one another, and blood of Jesus, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and uh, the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. And th- this is very, very true. Um, we, me and Sean would be the first ones to admit to you, we're not perfect. We are <laughs> not far at all. from perfect, <laughs> you know, but I am going to be the most, I will, I am literally, this is my, this is my striving, um, Christian walk. I want to be the most real Christian that you encounter. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't want you to see and look at this fake facade. You know, I'm gonna give you the real deal. You know. Yeah. What what you what you see is what you get. I mean, I'm not going to be pretend to be something I'm not. I am who I am, and uh, and that is I. And you're going to see that I find my ad- identity not in myself and in my wrongdoings, which happen every single day but i find my identity in christ and Amen. that's yeah that that's what i want people to see right and i would love to sit down and have like a dogmatic conversation with you we can talk dogmatics we can talk systematic theology i'd love to do that we can talk scripture we can go through the bible that is that is where my head is at at all times my head is in christ my heart is in christ and my mind is in Christ at all times. And it, you can ask my wife. Me, I will annoy her, you know, to the point of, 
can we talk about something else? And to the point, you know, <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, but I just wanted to tell you what I learned today, you know, or talk about this whole, about this uh, Protestant during this time and uh, during, you know, such and such date. And uh, she'll be like, honey, I don't care right now. <laughs> you know, and, it's, it's, and she just brings it real to me. So She's not a theology nerd like we are. No, no, no. She's... she's <laughs> Which she is definitely trying, and uh, I am weird. She has brought it to my attention that she wants to learn more. She doesn't want things to be thrown over her head anymore, like when she's sitting in in, in church. And I, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome that she brought it to me and that she feels entrusted that she can come to me for that kind of right um, wisdom and knowledge. I, I think that's great. I feel... I feel honored and as a husband that yeah, she's even and, coming to me for this kind of help. Yeah, and you being the spiritual leader of your house, you know, that's your job. Right. You know, that, feel- that that's your that's your first and foremost, that's your most important vocation as the spiritual leader of your home. Right. And that's what I've always told her. I said, I don't ever want to make it look like I, I'm overshadowing you with knowledge, you know. If you I want you to come to me if you want to learn. You know, I'm not going to over overbear you with because a lot of people can just throw knowledge at somebody and and it's just useless. You know, they just yeah, it's like a they just vomit it all over the person. <coughs> Sorry, I got the COVID. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, but uh, yeah, and oh man. I'm I'm just I'm thankful that she has brought this to my attention that she felt it in her heart that she could confess that hey I I feel like things are going over my head and I'm not understanding things clearly and it's it's frustrating me and you know I'm I'm battling this spiritually <clears throat> and I'm like this it almost broke my heart you know I was like wow I have I failed you as a husband you know and I should have been should have been teaching you more but now now she has a desire to learn you know yeah which then a while ago she never i'm not saying that she didn't have a desire to learn she she had the uh, a learning desire but now she has a deeper learning desire right now she wants to go deeper than what she's been in you know and and that's 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 awesome. That's amazing. And the the cool thing about theology is you never quite find the answer you're looking for. And you so never you have, find the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So you just keep digging deeper and then you learn more and more and you never quite find that answer. And you just keep digging deeper and you learn so much from yeah, all different directions. It's, a, it's, it's <laughs> probably one of the coolest subjects that you could read about. And, uh, I encourage any I encourage anybody and everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, whatever theology you hold to, Dying. I don't care if I don't care if you're a Calvinist, Arminian, whatever, uh, whatever you are, dive into your theology and really get a grasp of what you believe. Because when I did that, when I was a Roman Catholic, I realized. I got to get out of here. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I, I did that in an Arminian base, you know. I was like almost running a Nazarene church at the point in time. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. This is not. I don't believe any of this. <laughs> is that what is that what the church was that you went yeah. to? Yeah, Nazarene, Nazarene church. Yeah. And, I mean, I was leading Bible study after Bible study. I was leading small groups. I was leading... Which, um, Which is a Wesleyan church, isn't it? Yes, isn't that a, very yeah, okay. Wesleyan Arminian. And okay. um, I mean, I was I loved the people. I loved the people. And right, I mean right. I just fell in love with all the people. I, I really enjoyed, you know, and I, I felt to the point where it puffed me up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like God through the doctrine of of grace into my face and showed me his sovereignty and just took me out from underneath me. You know, I mean, I just hit face first 
and uh, I realized I don't I don't believe any of the Nazarene's theology, you know, and why it be it's not biblical. I don't I don't trust it, you know. When I'm reading my Bible, I don't see it that way, you know. I don't hear it that way, and it doesn't speak that way. Um, and I can't twist the verse to make it sound that way. And I felt like I was doing more damage by accepting their theology than I was to just walk away from their theology. Right. And, uh, so I chose to walk away. And, I mean, I went to an old church that I grew up in, which is very Calvinistic. And, uh, I mean, that was that was my roots. So the doctrines of grace found me. And uh, <laughs> which just yanked me back in. So, and then I, you go through like a cage stage, and I found I fell in love with Calvin. You know, I enjoyed his works. I fell in love with Charles Spurgeon, Benjamin Whitfield, um, Burkoff. I mean, George George Whitfield, uh, Bunyan. Bunyan is like one of my favorites, and I just enjoy his writings. Um, Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards is like the most amazing pastor you'll ever read. If, oh yeah. If you don't like Jonathan Edwards, we can't be friends. You know, that's just, <laughs> that's just it. I, I, if you don't like any of the others, but if you don't like Jonathan Edwards, yeah, we're, we're probably not going to hang out, you know? So, <laughs> but yeah, Jonathan Edwards just, he is probably one of my favorites of all if i were to pick a a person that i really hang on to and go to all the time it's jonathan edwards um i don't know why i don't i don't really know why it's like me and him relate and we click yeah you know just he's easy to read he's easy to understand he breaks it down and he's not really trying to talk over my head you know which i enjoy so he reminds me of kind of like a warren rearsby you know what i mean yeah I don't know if you ever it, heard of that guy, but yeah, yep. so you'll definitely enjoy him. Um, but yeah, I just want everyone to don't be scared to be yourself. You know, you don't have to come to church and be someone you're not. You know? Right. Come to church, be the person you are, because that is the person Christ chose. Right. Absolutely. Right? That is the person Christ chose to save not this false facade that a lot of people want to put on. Mm. And it's fine if you want to do it. You want to put on the the curtains and blinds and hide your your life. My life's an open book. You can you can come in and out of my house anytime. Guess what? Me and my wife, we argue. <laughs> we we do we argue. We 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 throw down, you know, we we disagree. <laughs> Not not like domestic throwdowns, but you know, you know, like we just we're like, no, we need to separate for a second, you know. And so I'm just like, all right, okay, Scott, you were definitely wrong. <laughs> and, yeah. And so, so then it's more of an apology. So, but yes, we're we are normal, normal human beings. You know, we're not gonna be faking. Yeah, my kids are running amok. You know, they're tearing up my house. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But uh, I always say my when, my, when I have my kids, I always say my house looks like I'm losing a game of Jumanji. Oh, dude. That, <laughs> I feel like I came into the house today. Came into the house today. And my girls, they had this castle, pop-up castle out. They had blankets draped down the steps <laughs> because they thought it was, they were saying that, it was a sledding, I don't oh, know, boy. whatever. And uh, I'm going, that's an accident waiting to happen. And they're just hee-hawing, running around. They're wrestling, you know, body slamming each other. And I'm just going, oh, my goodness. What did I just walk into, you know? And I'm You just, just thinking, turn around and go back to work. <laughs> you know, I just turn around and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go up to the office, you know, and sit down and, and uh take some time to adjust but yeah i mean they're kids they're gonna be kids oh yeah I, you know we're a family church we we love 
kids that come into the church. Um, and we, we were out there, kids be in the service, you know, during service. And whether they're paying attention or not, you know, they're in yeah, the service. It's, and it's important. I think that's really important to have your kids in the service and not, like, herd them off to a children's church because you we we need to worship as a family and they need to be able to be part of that worship service where everyone else is at and to see it and to experience it. And you're right. You know, half the time my son falls asleep during the sermon or before the sermon and uh, I'll try to shake him awake every now and then, but you know, they absorb a lot more than what you think. And, um, even if you don't think they're paying attention, they're like they're like little sponges, and they they absorb so much stuff, and it's it's just really good for them to be in there in the worship service, not coloring a picture. You know what I mean? Like, not that that's bad, but I just think it's so much better if they're in there with everybody else worshiping. Right. So, let's just go ahead, and I think we can wrap this up. Um, let us know if you guys want to talk about anything. If you guys, we didn't really make it to tattoos very much. I think that'll be on our next episode. Um, yeah, we'll have to do another episode we'll on do tattoos. Another episode on tattoos. But I think I think we covered some kind of hot topics, you know. And I think if you disagree or agree, we'd love to hear your opinions. Um, send us a. What you think about the marijuana thing that's going on in the United States. We'd love to hear about that. Um, if you think it's a sin, tell us why. If you think it's not a sin, tell us why. Or if you think it's kind of half and half, tell us why. We'd love to hear it. Just go to Guys with Bibles at fa- on our Facebook page. Send us a message. Or you can email us at guyswithbibles.com. No, um, no, 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 no. No, no, That's the website. It's guys <laughs> w- What is it? Guys, guys Bibles at gmail.com. At gmail. That's com. it. That's it. Email us at guyswbibles at gmail.com. And we will definitely answer your email. We'd love to talk to you. And uh, go get those uh, T-shirts on the bar. Go to thebar.com, and you can grab yourself a Guys With Bibles T-shirt or a mug. And uh, check us out. And this is Guys With Bibles, and we're out. <laughs>